Hello. All right. Got a question for you. Ready? Sure. Okay. Kind of a serious one, so you need to think. All right. Now, ask Stephanie this. This was a question based on a uh, episode of a TV show I watched the other night. You have a guy who has killed 10 people. Okay. And uh-huh. he's on his way to being sentenced. I mean, it's not even a question of whether he did it. DNA, witnesses, video, all that. So we know he did it. Uh-huh. And meanwhile, on the way to the sentencing, he gets into a horrible car wreck. I mean, just terrible car wreck. And he's in a coma for six months. He comes out of the coma with massive brain damage. And his memories of who he was, they're all gone. And it's not a joke. It's not him faking. It's proven. Just like it's proven that Eloise is your daughter, there's no doubt. Okay? Mm-hmm. You can't use that in your in, in your answer. He's not faking. And this guy, the new guy, is different. He's nicer. He's a nice guy. Quiet, unassuming. Nothing like the guy who killed those 10 people. So the guy who killed 10 people is for all intents and purposes is dead. What do you do with this guy now? Well It's like this. Okay. He may have be a different person, but if he wronged me somehow, you know, he's going to go to prison forever. We're going to he's going to do some time cuz he still looks like the guy that did it. Sorry. I you get no chill from me on that. Zero. <clears throat> if someone like if he's going to go to jail for something serious like hurting a family member, hurting me, or mm-hmm. stealing all my life savings, mm-hmm. and just because you act different, well, I still need justice, and justice says you still got to go to jail. So, now, okay, I'm with you, but let me let me let me pull it back just a little bit, a little bit. You said just because it's like you don't believe that he's that well. He's, I well, honestly, I, there's no way to 100 percent know for sure that he's not faking it. But but the question was posed in such a way that it has well, been proven to you. Well, no, no, because no, 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 I don't, I I don't have psych, I don't have, I don't have psychic powers, so there really is no way to 100 percent know, and it wouldn't matter. I want retribution. You're you're going to you're going to jail. Sorry. Sorry, now, not sorry. But but here's the thing, though. Stephanie agrees with you. And to a certain extent, I agree, too. But I also think of people, us humans, I think differently than, than most people. What we see on the outside is not who we are. And we've talked about this before. 
all we are is that 10 pounds inside our head. That's all we are. And it's like I've tried to explain to people that if a surgeon cut you open, a surgeon could hit you in the right spot in your brain and make you forget about, you know, 10 years of your life. That Like it never happened. A surgeon could hit you in the right spot and make you speak with a, a French accent. A sur- he could hit you in the right spot and make you a mathematical genius or a mathematical moron. The point I'm trying to make is that I think that if, if that did happen and this person was totally erased, totally erased, you would have to consider, I think, how much jail time they did. And the only thing you would, you, you like you said, you did say one thing, though, that is consistent with that with Stephanie and, you know, I'm pretty sure everybody else would say, he looks like the same guy because that's what we see. You know, we see the guy who harmed us, mm-hmm. even though the guy who harmed us is dead because it's, because it's, it's gone. There's nothing, that guy's not there no more. And, and that's proven by science where people have hit their heads and who they used to be, they're not anymore. Well, yeah, I get that. But again, you know, your, your doppelganger is going to do some time. Maybe not the full sentence, but you're doing some time. I mean, okay. I, I know it's possible. Yeah, I know uh, Stephanie's dad, I mean, all growing up, he was mean as shit. Yep, that's what she used and to do. he was. He had a reputation for as mean as he was. He was mm-hmm. just not nice. Yeah. And now I guess I haven't met, seen him since the stroke. But now that he's stroked and recovered, he's not. He's his attitude is completely different, and it's more like a not like he had an epiphany. More like uh, something tweaked in his head and made him a different person altogether. Right. He had he had circuits cut. And new circuits, new pathways made. He's not the same guy. I can, I can, t- I, I can tell you that hundred percent. I don't but, know. I've never met this man until that first time he. I saw him at his house. I was like, "That's not the guy I've known my entire relationship with my wife. I don't know this new guy. The old Sanford is dead. I don't know this guy." Well. He's still the he's still the Sam. When I see him, he's still the Sanford that took my comic book in church and threw it away in the garbage, <laughs> and then poured water on it so I couldn't get it out of the garbage and read it during a, a boring uh, deacons meeting. So, but I still I still see that guy. So. I know you do because you see the body. <laughs> well, but if you talk to him, I guarantee you, if you saw him now and talked to him, you would go, "Oh my God, I don't know this man." Well, maybe. But if now now if he like uh, hurt my daughter or hurt someone I love, he's still going to do some time. I don't care. Obviously, yeah, and that's the conclusion <laughs> we came to is that there. It's like it, the thing. The thing I thought about it was when um, I've had this in my head for a while. Like I saw an interview with Paul Heyman when he was talking about Chris Benoit and what he did, and how he said Benoit had a choice and all this stuff. And I'm like, dude. If you looked at his brain scan and the doctors who examined his brain, uh, no, he didn't. His brain was so fucked up that the choices he made were not real choices. You understand what I'm? You understand what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. he 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 didn't have that ability to not do what he did anymore. That's how fucked up his brain was. And I think that we sometimes can't get past 
what we see physically. And it's a, it's like this football player, Heinz Ward, once said. He said, I'd rather suffer a major concussion than blow out my knee. And I'm like, you are the dumbest fuck walking. <laughs> okay, because without your brain, there is no you. You can get your knee replaced. Your brain is the only organ you can't transplant. And think about it. If you could transplant your brain, that person you knew is dead. Remember that stupid uh, movie? What was it called? Um, oh, God, with Warren Beatty. He played the football player. Heaven's Gate, I think is what it was called. Did you ever see uh, that movie? No, I did not. How old oh, is it? Oh, wow. Uh, I want to say late 70s, maybe? Where he plays a uh, a football player who gets into a uh, a car accident. A nineteen eighty, okay, football player. Oh, you mean Heaven Can Wait? No, no, it's called Heaven's Gate. Wait, no, maybe it is Heaven Can Wait. No, it's maybe Heaven right. Can Wait. You I have are, seen. It. You are right. It's yeah, just... I have seen it. Heaven Can Wait. Yeah, Heaven's yeah. Gate is a is a completely different movie. You're right. You're right. Right. So you know the plot of the movie, then obviously. Yes. Yes. But for people listening, go ahead. Okay, so let me let me get this real quick. Heavens uh, can wait. Nineteen seventy eight. Okay, let's see. Uh, pull this up real quick so I can make sure I get this right. Uh, it's about a young man being mistakenly taken to heaven by his guardian angel and the resulting com- uh, complications of how this mistake can be undone, uh, given that his earthly body is cremated. So it's similar in the sense that they put the guys what was in his brain or quote unquote, his spirit, his soul into another body. And then once, you know, that new body took over or that new spirit took over, that guy was gone. Right. And that's what happened in the, in, you know, in, the, in, 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 in this movie, it was a really terrible movie. actually. Yeah. Yeah. And Chris Rock, I think did a remake of it. Actually he did. You're right. I can't remember what it was called, but he did do somewhat something similar to it. I think it was called Heaven Can Wait. Was it actually called the same thing? Yeah, I think it was called the same thing. It was a little, just a straight up remake. I mean, he wasn't a football player, but uh, I believe he was just a. Uh... Let me see. I, you might, you know, I think you're right. Uh... Oh, it's movies that I usually am. So oh, I'm knock just... it off! I'm trying to. Well, give it's you... true. <laughs> I'm trying to give you a little bit of credit here. Okay. Uh. uh no, it's called Down to Earth. Yeah, down to earth. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's 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 a remake of the same thing. But yeah, he did a couple of remakes uh, in his career. Chris Rock. He's actually done four remakes. It's kind of weird. Yeah, um, but at least he's doing stuff. I'm like Chris Tucker. Anyway, I I don't want to <laughs> go down that Chris Tucker uh, rabbit hole. But anyway, the only it's it's like sometimes it's like it bothers me that people don't under underestimate what our brains are. It's all that we are. It's what I keep trying to tell people. I've written so many responses on so many different uh, videos about that. It's like, if your brain is fucked up, that does not mean that you don't get to, to you don't have to serve time or even be put down for your crimes. Mm. But you have to understand that some people, their brains are so miswired, what they did, they couldn't help. There is no fixing them. You can't fix it. You know, that there no no therapy. Like they say, what is it? Uh pedophiles. You can't fix them. They're just wired. Yeah, that, that that's their brain wiring. You'd have to literally have somebody rewire their brain. 
therapy, drugs, none of that fixes them. Well, they do say that uh, um, uh, uh, chemical castration seems to work because it just takes their urge away completely. It seems to work. I've read studies, though, where some of them still attempt to rape. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, the drop, the drop off, <laughs> the drop off is like 90 percent. I mean, yeah. it just takes all the fight out of them. It's kind of like when you it's kind of like when you, you know, when you fix your dog, you know, right. if you have a, it just takes all that drive to from sex just away. They, they fill it with other shit, usually food. But yeah. um but um, yeah, it's just um, I don't know. It, it's a, it's just a, it's an interesting topic of discussion. I, I I've had, I've had this conversation with my dad, and he kind of he kind of walks the middle between you and Stephanie and me, where he's like, I understand the point, but you still can't not hold that body accountable for what happened. Exactly, and I'm like. Well. If you look at it from that standpoint, I get it, but you still have to acknowledge that in some ways, like in this like in this one I saw, they were basically about to execute and what I saw and the way they wrote the character and the way the character was put on screen, I felt like they were going to execute an innocent man. That's how different he was because of the brain because of what happened to his brain. He yeah, was a but, different person. It was like you're executing an innocent man, but I still believe punishment has to come to this guy because no matter how much he forgot, the actions were still his or or his body's his or his brain, whatever, however you want to word it. Well, like I mean, these granted, this is Texas, and they just love to light people up. But uh, there was that that uh, mentally disabled guy that killed someone that they still I put remember. in a chair. There's that woman who killed somebody when she was a drug addict, found God, got off drugs in prison. They said, well, yeah, you know, great that you're born again, but you're going to meet Jesus sooner than you think. Yep. They still, they still, so, yep. I and, I, and if I was wrong to that degree, I want justice. I mean, just because you, you're not the same person, that other person that you fucked, you know, fucked over, they deserve justice. They didn't do anything wrong. True, true. It, 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 it's just a kind of a dilemma. I, yeah, it's like, I don't want to. I don't want to hear about why well, you're not the the guy. Fuck you. You killed someone I love. You did this. You did that. So no, I you know maybe maybe you won't get the same sentence as you did before this injury, but you're gonna get something. Right, and I and I understand that. It's like, but they're not. It's not the same person. But something has to happen. You can't. You can't let the the wrongs that the previous person who I guess the best way to put it that inhabited that body and that brain you can't let that just go mm-hmm. even if it's scientific proven to 100% that you didn't do this something still got to happen man because you're the body that we see that's what did the crimes you know what right, I mean we right. see that body so that body has to be punished even if that brain, which is what we are, that holds the soul and all our and everything that we are, our memories, which make us who we are, you still got to something's got to happen to you. I don't know if it can be if it should be as severe, if it can be proven up to 100 percent or 90 percent, you know, uh, convincing. But something's got to happen to you, dog. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry, but I just think it's a it's a it's a it's a dilemma. It's kind of like and I wanted to lead this into 
to how people are looking at Joe Rogan now. Oh man, he is he is. Uh, I saw you I saw you sent me that that Trevor Noah. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I agree. You know what? I and I agree with what what Trevor said about Joe. But at the same time, I don't think Joe Rogan's racist. I just don't. I just don't think it. I mean, he has he said some racist jokes, absolutely. But then again, we have hundreds of hours of podcasts, uh, so uh, of this podcast, and I know I can look and pull up. Uh, you saying all kinds of crazy shit out of con- and put it out of context and label you as like this monster. It's be- <laughs> wow, a monster. That's funny. well, you said some fucking wild shit, especially in those early episodes, dude. I know, <laughs> I, know but- and I, I own it. I've said some horrible <laughs> shit. I'm not gonna lie, I have. You know? But I could, I could easily do a super cut and then ban, you know, uh, uh, paint you as this monster and this. Uh, but so you know, it's funny. <laughs> Trevor's right though, but the, you know, I mean, he definitely. Uh, I mean, it was a little bit addressed when he talked about the whole Planet of the Apes thing. Yeah, I told you about that last right. week. Yeah, and he showed the whole clip. Got yeah, it. he played the whole clip, and it was almost all of it because it's like twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. They they were on it, but the the gist of it was what you know what what he played, and uh, but. Uh, yeah, he he, and every time he said "nigger," I'm not gonna say the N word. Every time he said, "Well, nigger, you don't have to. You're you're allowed to say it, dog." Oh, I don't know about that. That's the point. We're black. <laughs> we can say it. We're allowed. That's but, the whole point. Uh, but um, he uh, every time he did say it, it was uh, referring to something. It wasn't like him it wasn't like him saying it to say it it was him saying it instead of saying the n-word and it's kind of like the louis ck it's well did he because i i I, there's a famous bit from louis ck saying that he doesn't say the n-word because he's like uh the whole joke is why would you is like why do you even say the n-word because you're just putting it in my head, well, you both know what you're saying. So why why don't you just say the shitty word instead of trying to make me think it? So and it's all the whole. Listen to the bit. I'll oh, I can find out. Say it to you. It's actually really funny. But he breaks it breaks it down. I think that was Joe's uh, mindset. But it's so funny because all this stuff is uh, you know I remember Joe Joe Rogan is is specifically responsible for some of the biggest podcasts that are uh like uh the uh I'm not a big fan of his but Burt Crusher he's the reason Burt Crusher has this massive podcast well he does a podcast with Tom which is Tom Segura he's Wait, a is big that, that moron that pulls his shirt off during every uh Yeah yeah of... okay, yeah okay okay got it his best friend is Tom Segura and they got have it. a podcast together mm-hmm. but uh uh, the podcast uh, Your Mom's House with Tom Segura and his wife, Christina P. Uh, yes. Their podcast is massive, it, almost as big as Joe's. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't even, they even said they wouldn't even had done a podcast if Joe didn't get him to do it. And he's all these people that have done these podcasts, but they none of them. Uh, but what's crazy is that he was doing all this as an independent. His whole thing was like, yeah, I'll never work for a corporation again because you get all, you know, you get into, you know, all these rules and then 
then you have the boss and you have to answer all these people. But he just could not stay away from that hundred million dollar. Right. Uh, you know, they offered him a hundred million dollars for I think was it six years or eight years or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he went from not wanting a boss, and that's what he loved about podcasts is you can do what you want, say what you want, and and you know you're your own boss, you own your own shit, so you don't have to answer anybody. And now. Now he is held to the fire and people are leaving Spotify. Well, like that other, but the mostly is because, you know, a lot of, I mean, I guess celebrities don't read up on other celebrities, but so they, maybe they wouldn't be in the know, but like that one artist, uh, India Ari. Yeah. She's like, he, 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 you pay us pennies on the dollar Mm -hmm. and you give him a hundred million dollars because it's an exclusivity deal. And it's like, you know, yeah, fuck you. Take my music off. It's not even about what he said. It's more about what you paid him versus what you pay us. Right. I saw, I saw that interview or that, that little that clip. Yeah. And she's right. They she's, all, she's totally they all, right. Yeah, they screw the artists in this in this streaming world. I can't remember. I saw a video on the genesis of that. And it had something to do with the writing in the contracts of some of these artists at the very beginning or the middle of their careers or something. Some weird... Uh, way it was written that made streaming so that the artists don't get a lot of money for it i can't remember how or why it was written that way but it's it's a weird thing but joe rogan should know better than 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 to drop that word he was trying to be um just shock shock guy thinking that he thinking that because he's a comedian thinking because he knows Dave Chappelle and he loves Richard Pryor that I can say the word and nobody will say nothing about it no don't Dave no Joe you you can't do that you don't get to say it you just don't and it goes all the way back to I wish I could think of that brother's name who wrote this book uh that I can't remember the name but it was a he did a a town hall type speech where he talked about why white people want to say that word so badly. It's because they are brought into this world the minute they fall out of their mama, taught that everything in this world can be theirs and should be theirs, particularly white men. Everything is yours. You just got to go get it. Nobody has ownership of anything that you can't have. And now that there's finally one thing that they can't have, it's driving them fucking crazy. This is the one thing they can't have, and they know they can't have it. They're smart enough to know they can't have it, and they want it so bad. And Joe Rogan felt like, because I got black friends in the comedy world, like Kevin Hart, Dave Chappelle, I get a pass. Well, buddy, no, you don't. You might lose your Spotify deal behind all this. They're considering what to do with him right now. Yeah. They're like, I don't know what to do with this guy now. I... This is this is so offensive. I don't know what to do with this. If we keep him on, are we racist? If we fire him, we have to pay this man a hundred million dollars. Dude, can you kick your cat out? I, I can't. She, this is not. It's it's gonna happen. She's in a mood right now. One Why, one's in, what do you mean one's, you can't? one's in heat, and the other one I don't know what her problem is, but I cannot get rid of them today. They are within five feet of me all day. And it's driving me nuts. I want to throw them outside and let them fend for themselves. I mean, out of the house. So I close the door. They're going to kick the door in in about five minutes and, and aggravate me. So it's just something. Kick the matter. door in. Your cats can kick the door in. How big yes. are these cats? Yeah, you've seen them both. 
The door, yeah. this door doesn't close. <laughs> it doesn't like latch close. That's what. So I mean. the next time, the next time I hear you talk tough, I'll remind you that you can't fight off two cats in heat. No ones in. Heat. What do you want <laughs> oh, me to do? One, throw, them, throw them down put, the stairs. Kick them put in, them the, in another room. Put them in another room. Put I, something. Close the door. Put something in front of the door. I know they're not stronger than like a, a chair oh, or a box. Dude, obviously, you don't know how that works. Let me explain this to you. I've done that before. Once they start howling, your problem has multiplied. You might as well let them howl a little bit while they're out here than lock them behind a door. It is even worse when you lock them behind a door. Even worse. The howling is so loud and soul piercing. You really want to go in there with a gun and kill them. I'll kill them. I know you will. <laughs> you have no you have no soul, sir. Uh, I just have no love for cats. I don't hate cats. I just don't care for them. I, I get it. I, I, <laughs> I understand that completely. But but regardless, back to Joe. Joe thought he had a privilege he didn't. It's kind of like Bill Maher when he dropped that I'm the house nigger thing with Ice Cube. And Ice Cube said, you don't get to say that, bro, just because you date black women. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with you, man? And and Bill Maher looked at him like, "Oh God, I did cross the line, didn't?" It's like and Ice Cube's like, looking at him like, "We gonna talk after this show." <laughs> and I bet he hemmed him up after the show and said, "Don't you never do that again." I don't know who the fuck you think you are, but you don't never get to say that word again, ever. Especially when you're <laughs> around black folks. We all know what happens behind closed doors when white people are white people. Come on, they they. He said, "Get it all out then." Grab your white friends and just have a nigger fest. Just, just say it a million times until it's gone. <laughs> then come out of the house and go, ah, it's all out now. I can, I can go about my day. Uh, what, was that? what was that uh, joke from, um, uh, what's his name? Paul Mooney. It was, uh, he'd say, he said nigger 50 times a day because it kept his teeth white. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's funny. <laughs> That's actually funny. I like that. I like that. That's funny. I wish I could use that, but I don't know who I'd use that. With. Yeah, <laughs> you know if what I mean. Just do it out of context. Like, what the fuck's this problem? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Mister Brain. Okay, sir. Here's your change. By the way, I say nigger fifty times a day to keep my teeth white. You have a nice day, uh, Mister <laughs> Cashier at, at, at Target, white lady. What the hell? Just... That would be something that they tell everybody. Like, oh my god, you. <laughs> This crazy black guy did. I don't know what happened, but this is insane. <laughs> well, since we're on the topic of race, uh, still, uh, uh, just last week, uh, Biden said he's going to elect yep. a a black woman into into um, the Supreme Court because he said the Supreme Court should look like America, and he is one hundred percent right. Yeah. And uh, of course, uh, leading the charge on this opposition, uh, they're totally against it, is uh, Ted Cruz and that fucking human turtle, uh, Mitch Mitch McConnell. Mm -hmm. Of course they are. And it was just so funny is because last uh, when they elected the last one, when when Trump elected that idiot, that handmaiden's. uh, yeah. woman uh what's her face Col- uh amy or amy a- barrett comer or something like yeah that. amy Co- cooney barrett mm-hmm. that piece of shit woman um uh they were all uh, finally we got some diversity a woman in there but now they have a problem why does it have to be a black woman 
And they kept, here's the thing that really fucking pissed me off the most. They kept saying, oh, it's going to be a diversity hire. Like, like there's no black women in the country that are qualified to do this. Is this also the same week that piece of shit, Miss McConnell, uh, said uh, black Americans uh, vote as much as Americans? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was like, you know, fuck both of them. Fuck Ted Cruz. Fuck Mitch McConnell. Mm-hmm. It just, it, it's just, it's just infuriating mm-hmm. that, you know, it's, which is crazy. No one gets shit on more than black women. Mm-hmm. No one. And I can, and I'll put it to you in these terms. Look at it from this standpoint and you'll, and, and you'll be even more enraged at, at the end. I guarantee it. Look at the way these white women, quote unquote, Karen's act. Look at the videos we make of Karens. We laugh at them. We make jokes about them. We don't take them very seriously. Now, you let a black woman get angry one time at a store. Oh, it's a it's, it's serious now. We may have to call the cops. Nobody's joking. Everybody's angry. So a white woman can literally spit on somebody. And they go, oh, my God, she spit on. <laughs> I would never allow that. A black woman says, hey, man. My fries are cold. Can you give me some new ones? What the deal is with these black women always being angry? The fuck is wrong with them? Jesus Christ, can't you guys calm down? And you're like, even in this, there's a double standard. And I heard Sean Hannity talk that if you're, for some reason, they have co-opted Asians all of a sudden. And I don't know when that happened, but Asians are now white people. Well, Well, they've always... And, you know, it, uh, Patricia O'Neill said it best. It's not, and it's it's just, and it's not. I don't think it's white people co-opting Asians. I think Asians join lining up with white people. Well, the, yeah, that too. That too. Because the Asians yeah, Asians line up with white, and Hispanics line up with black. But the funny thing is, Hispanics are all not lining up with black to be the opposition. They just want the top oppressed spot. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, you know, the late great Patricia O'Neill has a point, but Asians, some of the younger Asians though, are starting to understand that these white folks are using them. It's the older ones that that. Well, really yeah, don't. it's a generational thing for yeah. sure. That's not. Yeah. That's nothing. That's you know. That's that's obvious. Yeah. But watching them say, "What if you're an Asian woman?" There's no Asian woman. What if you're? What of them said? What if you're? I think it was Tucker Carlson. What if you're trans? It's like, look. If you're going to insult black folks and black women, just just say you don't want a black woman on the Supreme Court, man. How about you just say that? Well, because it's Joe, funny they always do this yeah, when no, when it, when it when it's when it's on the when the shoes on the other foot, but they never do it when it's like you know uh, when everyone was opposing this uh, that uh, what's her that Amy bitch, um, and I'm, I'm referring to her as a bitch because she is a bitch. So I don't care if anyone and she's hears unqualified, me. Totally unqualified. One hundred percent unqualified. Totally unqualified. Totally unqualified. She had never had one bench trial before she was put on the Supreme Court. Not, not one. Yeah, not, not one. Not one. Totally unqualified. So I don't want to hear it. But, you know, there's plenty of uh, black women judges that are. And so it just pisses me off that automatically, just because she's black, you're like, oh, just diversity hire. Not that she won't, like, like, they wouldn't, like, he wouldn't pick someone that was qualified to do it. I mean, I, they had fucking Kavanaugh in his fucking hearing. In his fucking hearing, which is basically a job interview, mm-hmm. he said when asked about uh, uh, his sexual harassment stuff, his answer was, I like beer. Could you imagine yeah. if you were just 
you you used to work at Staples, or was it? Did you imagine uh, if they said, "Hey, uh, it says here in your uh, that you you left this job, you only worked six months. What happened there?" Well, I like beer. Do you would you expect to get that fucking job? Absolutely not. But yeah, <laughs> here he is in a fucking in the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. And they they pushed his ass through, and then they want to pull that shit. Just they can fuck off. It is it's so infuriating. And they also forget that when Ronald Reagan was elected, the first thing he said was, "When the court opens, I'm going to put a woman on the Supreme Court." They put in Keegan. Okay, so mm-hmm. no, they didn't have a problem with that because they knew he'd pick a white woman. Yep, they knew he'd pick a white woman, but he picked a woman, and no one said, "What if you're a man?" What, if, well, you know, what about that? And they didn't say nothing. It's like all the Supreme Court justices have been men, white men. You know, and it's like, so what is your problem? See, this is what happens when you have, when, 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 you, when you move towards true equality. It looks, like, it looks like exclusion and racism to the people who have had it all. These white men have never had to fight harder than they do now for jobs, for recognition, for money. They've all it's always been handed to them. They never had to fight nobody but them but each other. And even mm-hmm. at that point, they were like, Well, we're both white, so why don't we figure this out? Go have a beer and we'll figure this out together. <laughs> as long as those niggers don't get anything. You know, or these bitches, you know. It's, yeah. it, it's it's like now they have to actually compete and they don't like it. They hate it. Oh you know, no! Yeah. You know, they're like they look at the NBA. Well, how come there's not uh, more diversity in the NBA? I said, dude, that's not the same thing, and you fucking know it. You know, I could hear Jordan Peterson give that. Oh, and, and let's be honest, that's also about skill. It's not like they care about black people. There's no, white people in care. there. They there's white people in the NBA, but they're very, very good. Yeah. That's but why there's, they're but there. there's hardly white any white Americans. That's what pisses these white Americans off. And I'm like, well, one. Y'all don't play basketball anymore. I don't know why. You just don't. You know, you don't mm-hmm. play no more. Black folks have run you out of the game. Sorry. You know you don't belong playing basketball, so you don't play no more. These white folks coming from Europe, they don't have that problem. And that's why they come over here and play real well. So fuck all of you. You know, it's not, it's not my it's not black people's fault that you suck at basketball. And it's not <laughs> black people's fault that this man Biden wants to have a legacy of I want everybody to feel included. Isn't that what you guys are saying? That, that you want to to, 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 to to unite instead of divide? You know, that's why you want to remove uh, uh, critical race theory because, you know, you don't want people to be judged by the color of their skin and all that stuff, right? Right? You want equality, but when he says he's going to put someone on, on the Supreme Court who's qualified, but just happens to have a different skin color, all of a sudden you got a problem with it. They're major hypocrites, and I hate them all. They're, hate them it's so all. funny. They're the first ones to yell snowflakes, and but they're they're the ones that they're the biggest complainers. The the right are the biggest fucking complainers. They've always been the biggest complainers. They've always been that way. They've never not been. The left will bitch, but when the left is proven wrong, the left will shut up. The left will eat its own. Which is a problem you and I have talked about. I've always had, you yeah. know, like the way we ate Al Franken. Didn't even give that motherfucker a chance. It's, it's, you just got to get out. Yep. Republicans, on the other hand, <laughs> they they don't eat their own, Jack. They 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 fall in line. 
And if you criticize them, you criticize one, they have they feel like you're criticizing them all. Yep. And liberals don't feel that way. It's like, well, you mad at Joe Rogan. I ain't Joe Rogan. Fuck Joe Rogan. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but you criticize Sean Hannity. Tucker Carlson's like, hey man, you can't criticize Sean Hannity. You know, you're criticizing me too. No, actually I'm not. I don't I don't know what you do. I just know Sean Hannity's a piece of shit. And but I'll watch your show now. Oh, you're even worse. Because you think that people shouldn't be vaccinated and people shouldn't wear masks and show their cards to their employers about their vaccination status, even though you can't get into Fox News building without showing your vaccination card, without a mask, and without being vaccinated. You hypocritical piece of shit. Well, that's different. That's not the same thing. you're, you're, You're hurting my feelings. That's how that conversation would go. Fuck these guys. Fuck every last one of them till they die. I, I just, I, oh man, if that if 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 an asteroid hit Fox News building at around five o'clock Western time, you know Pacific time, I would know there's a god. You know what I mean? I'd be like, there is a god. <laughs> that is proof positive. They'd all die. Every last one of them at Fox News would die. Laura Ingram, that Kennedy woman, that fucking sellout Geraldo, uh, Hannity. All of them. They just they just be dead on the asteroid. Only hit that building. Just that building. It would be like it would be it would be beautiful. I, I would be oh my god, there's a guy. That'd only be the second time. That would be the second time in my life when I when I was knew for a fact that there was God. I told you about the first time, right? Uh no, I don't think so. Oh my god, I tell you. Okay. So <laughs> oh man. Uh do you remember the movie Jade? Yeah, I do with uh what's his name? David Caruso. Right. David Caruso, Linda Florentino. Nick, Nicholas Cage. Yeah, he yeah, that movie, that was a guy he didn't uh, like to have uh metal force. Oh wait, wait, wait. That was that was different. That wasn't Jade. No, it wasn't. Listen. No, that was um Oh, what was the name of that one? That was uh, Kiss of Death. Sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, no, no. You yeah, you're right. It was Kiss of Death. That that's because I remember the spoon, the metal in the mouth and that little weird yeah, because the name of the movie was initially going to be called The Taste of Metal, but they went with Kiss of Death instead. Taste of Metal would have made a little more sense. Exactly. Exactly. That would have made, that would have made much more sense. Oh it would have made God. way more sense. Oh, God, that would have been perfect. Anyway, so I'm working at the movie theater. This movie came out in 1995, so I was like 24 years old at the time. Uh, 23, 24 years old. Chaz Palminteri, Michael Bean, Richard Crenna. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting at the dormant's post tearing tickets, you know, it's like my second job, and this lady comes up, you remember how the Lloyd Center had that theater before they remodeled it that was all the way down in the back, where you had to walk that long corridor to get to the theater, number six, all the way down? Yes. Uh, yeah. That's where Jade was playing at the time. I'll never forget, like, remember like it was yesterday. She, I see this lady come walking up, she's got this weird look on her face, she taps me on the shoulder, she says, excuse me, sir, um, there's a guy in the theater. He's making all these weird noises, and I don't like it. Can I? Can you tell him to stop? And I'm like, oh god, yeah, okay, ma'am. Just go back to the movie, you know. And say, well, I'm gonna go use the ladies' room, and I'll go back in a minute. I'm like, well, you didn't need to tell me that, but thank you. And I'm, I'm like, hey, um, my supervisor's girl, who I fucking couldn't stand. I wanted to throw her down a set of steps. I hated her so much, and she, um, she's like, no, you stay here, and I'll go do it. Fine, go. I don't care. 
just go tell him. Now, here's what you got to understand. When you're at the theater, I have to stand, I had to stand on the side of the seat, look standing with my, put my hand on the back of the seat and lean down over and whisper to you, hey, excuse me, sir, you know, or ma'am, you're talking a little loud, you know, and you've had some complaints. If you don't calm down, we have to refund your money and ask you to leave. Okay, we good? We good? Okay, cool. Now, so she goes down there. I see her go into the door. I see the door shut. About a minute later, she comes running out screaming as loud as I could have. And I, I love I'm like, what is this bitch screaming for? I'm like, oh, my God. The closer she gets, the more I start to laugh because this guy produced enough jizz to paint the side of a fucking barn and it is all over her face it's in her hair and it's running off her chin it's it she can't even touch it she she stopped in front of me screaming like i'm not wiping this shit off of you and she's screaming and hollering she runs out and i start i'm laughing so hard my you ever had that laugh where your stomach hurts and you oh, feel yeah. like you're gonna piss yourself that's where yeah. i was i hit the floor and then all of a sudden it's like i felt this 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 his hand tapped me on the shoulder and go, think about what happened, son. And I went, <gasps> God. And I stood up, and all of a sudden I realized, I realized, God saved my life and that dude's life, because I would have killed that dude if I had gone down there and that had happened to me. Right. <laughs> and at that moment, I realized there is a God. That's not a joke. It's real. I do. Re- I do remember this story. <laughs> I was gonna say. I know. I told you that story, dude. That was, that was that was the most amazing experience I've ever. It was like an epiphany, man. It was like the burning fucking bush. There's a god. I could never doubt this shit again. I, I, I was. I would have killed that man. You know. I. I. I, I would have. To- oh my god. It would have been a. Would have been a brutal murder too. Oh. And you know, part of me was thinking. After that, then my mind went into all these different scenarios. I was thinking, I wonder if I got enough homophobic men on the jury if I could walk. Probably not. Probably not. No, you don't think some dude could relate and go like, "Yeah, if the dude jizzed on my face, I think I'd kill him too." I'm, I, I'm gonna have no, to go. No, no, I'm gonna have no. to go with, 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 you know, temporary insanity here. Well, well, we'll, yeah, well maybe, maybe you might. Well, maybe you get one person. That's all you need is one. Yeah. Um. I, Speaking of speaking of uh, Lloyd Center, Lloyd Cinemas, mm. have you been to the mall lately? No, but I hear it's just awful. It is weird. Really? I heard about it on a uh, and I just I had to go for myself and I walked through. It's like apocalyptic. Eighty percent of the businesses are closed. Eighty. Really? Eighty. Everything's either bricked up. There's homeless people just wandering around. Mentally ill people just wandering around, hanging out in corners and pockets of the mall. Uh, I have something I didn't know, but I found out. Okay, the guy who sold the Lloyd Cinemas to who the business that had it now that, that sold it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of the deal was because so many people. It's the only ice skating rink we have yeah it is that one and the one in clackamas are the only yeah. two ones that are in, in around 
Yeah, but before they changed it, they changed the size of this one. This one used to have be the Olympic size. Yeah. I remember Tanya Harding used to come and practice here back in mm-hmm. the day. But they changed it, they refigured it, re, uh, they redesigned it and made it a little smaller. Mm-hmm. But part of the deal was that as long as that mall was open for business, that they could never get rid of the roller skating, the, the ice skating rink. Right. And uh, so that is still, that is one of the, that's like, just like a couple people that, that use it. And so it's just still being used. And there's like maybe a dozen businesses. There's still a Cinnabon there, oddly. And the popcorn place there, because that's mm-hmm. everyone loves that. That still does business, but it is bizarre. It's, you're in the death throes of it. It looks even weirder than when Jansen Beach closed. Because remember, Jansen Beach closed. They all I they remember. really all they did really was all the businesses or most of the businesses inside just became brick and mortars, right? On the outside. So and then you became, had then you had the merry-go-round and the arcade was the last bastion of that mall, and then that finally disappeared. Right, and now it's just now it's just uh, like maybe a handful of businesses, and it's so bizarre. Everything's just dark and and half working, and there's just people, just random people. They're not shopping, but they're just wandering around. It is the most. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It's so bizarre. I should have taken pictures. You should have. I, I might actually go back and do that. Yeah, you should, because like I, I got, I told when uh, when my brother came into town uh, the last time and was talking about uh Portland, it's like, dude, I haven't crossed that bridge in probably two years since the pandemic, you know. Mm. So I don't really know what's happening in Portland, you know, as I don't go into Portland. Right. And he was telling about all the homeless camps and dude, it's everywhere, crap, and I'm like, it can't be that bad. It is. And, and then I he drove me through there, and I'm like, you weren't lying. He's like, no, dude, look at this shit. Like, what happened? How did it get this bad in three years, four years? So the mall dying, you remember when Mall 205 was dying? Yeah. How horrible that place looked? When What was it, the big shoe store? And then there was one other giant store that stayed open until the very end. And a jewelry place. That's right. There was a jewelry place, and then it was connected to the uh, to the to twenty four hour fitness, and then gone. It's like malls are gone now. It's so no bizarre. No one the mall anymore. Really, it's so bizarre. And now the business that said uh, that took that bought Lloyd said they're just gonna they're gonna you know bring them all back, but I don't think so. I think what's gonna happen? It's just going to be condos. And businesses on the top floor, or businesses, you know, random businesses and business space. I don't believe they're bringing them all back. And here's something I looked into: like malls, malls have been on the decline since 1991. There was at one point in this country, there was something like a thousand malls. Yeah, a thousand. Yeah, that's insane. Now. Uh, after, and I mean, and they've been on the decline since '91, but uh, um, since since the pandemic started, mm-hmm. a mall up to three malls, well, up to one. I was looked this up, up to one to three malls a week were closing since the pandemic. So think yeah. of one to three malls closing every week for the last two years. Yeah, that's about right. I mean, think about it. 
when we were young, 4, 13, 14, 15, the big deal for us was to wait for Saturday, Friday or Saturday and hit the mall. Yeah. You know, that's where the girls were. You'd hang out around the escalators kind that, of thing. That's just where you hung out. Yeah, that too. And the arcades were there. You'd watch a movie. You'd get some food. I mean, that's not, it's a, that's a dying thing now. No one wants to go to the, to the malls anymore. It's but not. It made me wonder, cool. what, where do kids go? Where do that's they the go thing. now? I don't think they go anywhere. That's my point. I was like, I, that's the sad thing is that I don't think there's a place where they actually go, go. And I, I'm not a child by any stretch of the imagination. I don't know any teenagers. But if I were to just hazard a guess, they don't go to the park to play sports anymore. You could drive by any park and prove that, you know. Yeah. Um, the roller skating rinks are all, no, they're not full. If they are full, they're full of older people reliving their youth. Uh, ice skating rinks aren't really popular popular anymore. Malls are closing. Uh, there's no more nickel arcades. Uh, movie theaters aren't as popular thanks to the pandemic, you know, and streaming. Where are you going to go? What are, what what is left to go? Nowhere other than to get on your phone, your computer, or your Xbox or PS whatever, and socialize that way. Which to bizarre. me is just, it's beyond comprehension to me. I can't understand. I mean, as I get older, I, I, I kind of enjoy it this way. The lack of human contact is kind of cool as I get older. <laughs> but as a teenager, how do you survive like that? Not yeah, being around it's... your friends and, and seeing people face to face and, and insulting your boys and, you know, you know, whistling at the girls i mean you know that's why sex is nowadays but you know you know what i mean yeah um, yes grandpa <laughs> I, but you know you know it's sexist now but yeah back then that's what you did You're like oh baby look at you and she'd walk by a little yeah you can't call blush. it was yeah, just she blush oh you're so you know and it, it was, was just a, yeah it was just back and forth i i know i know yeah uh, and it's like i do sound like a grandpa i really do um but i don't know what they do i I don't know what they could do. I mean, yeah, it's just bizarre. I was just thinking about it. It's like, what? You know, because malls are going away. I kind of like the mall, though. I mean, you know, I like to go somewhere to buy shit. And that's just, that's this is slowly dying. The variety of the stores is what I always liked. Every every store was a little different than the last one. Yeah. You know, a toy store, a clothing store, a movie store, a radio shack. You know, uh, uh, a bookstore, something store. You know, then you had uh, Macy's, and then you had the stores at the other end of the mall that you never really went all the way down to the other end of the mall. You kind of stopped halfway through for some stupid reason, and it went back the other way. You know, and it's just I don't I don't know. Here, here, I'll put it this way: Eloise is what eleven? Yes. What does she do? Well, they well, she's we got her and stuff so to keep her busy, but. When she wants to hang out with her friends, they just they, they go they just go to each other's houses. That's it. Well, that and uh, they'll go and uh, she's into basketball now, so they'll they'll uh, go play in the park. You know, one of the parents are there because they're eleven. They're, you know, it was just uh, well, they're not Gen X, so 
Yeah. We were there by ourselves. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that was different. It was a different time. A simpler time. A simpler time. Oh, my God. <laughs> my brother and I were talking about that. His uh, My little niece is almost three now, and he's like, dude, I couldn't imagine letting her go to the park by herself at 11 years old. No. I can't even comprehend that. No. But yet we did it all the time. Yeah. I can't even comprehend it. I wouldn't let her, like, I, I, we we talked about this one the other day. Now, tell me this doesn't bring back memories. Getting a note from your grandparent or your parent to go buy liquor and cigarettes for them. I never bought liquor, but more than a few times, my mom would send me with a handwritten note yep. to buy cigarettes. Yep. Handwritten and, note, baby. <laughs> and they look at the note to make sure it looked like an adult wrote it. And they sell me cigarettes. Yep, they sell <laughs> get on my bike and bring them home. You know, I would get cigarettes and oh something my for God. my and something for myself for the trouble. Oh and God. then I'd ride up, get my mom her cigarettes, and go go outside and play with my pack of pack of gum or or Charlie Chan's or whatever. Yeah, whatever candy I was able yeah. to get. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! And we just laughed hysterically at the irresponsibility of adults and the lack of caring when we were coming up they it's, just didn't care ah, it looks so, like your parents wrote this year here's some here's some marlboros get out of here kid it's fucking nuts or candy cigarettes he remembered buying i had forgotten they had this when we were talking about buying candy cigarettes i had completely forgotten about that and he was like yeah i used to buy them all the time you know you my sister and them. i my sister and i couldn't wait to buy them but we would we would savor them until cold days so it looked like so the you know yeah so when it was cold outside it looked like we were really smoking yeah i used to, used to do every kid did that you know? oh but yeah but we would say it was like well it's warm out we gotta wait till it gets cold <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i mean those were the things that we did so it's like your question is valid what do they do now i don't know what kids do now you know yeah, they... i was just thinking about it i was like what, what wow, the that fuck is a, that is a it's just bizarre question. to me it really is because I can't think of anything other than everything is done through electronics now. And yeah, when I say kids, I mean like teenagers because yeah, Eloise's right. age, yeah, you know, most parents are like me. They're not going to let their kids run out, run wild. In fact, you know, you know, one thing that has remained the same from when I was a kid that is still apparent, like you couldn't go to a friend's house until I've met your until I meet. Oh your parents. yeah, 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 yeah. That, that yeah. was I was yeah. always a concert. You couldn't go unless you yeah. unless my you know. It's like uh, I remember uh, many times. Uh, can I go over so and so's house? Uh, I, I, I haven't met their parents yet, so no. Or yeah, I don't know those until no. until until I meet them. No, so we'd have to. The kids would have to organize a meetup for the parents, and then you could go over and play or have a sleepover and all that kind of shit. Yeah, that's uh, you're right. That that is one thing. My that's the one thing that's consistent about. I yeah. had to meet them. Before I could go into their house. Now, my mother never let us do sleepovers. She always, and my dad was like that too. They were the one thing that they were paranoid about was not knowing what happens in someone's house when that door shuts. And so we never, none, none of the three of us. Yeah, never but your did, parents never had some irrational fears. Oh, at least your mom did. She did, but she still let me run free, though. It's amazing how one thing would drive her nuts and terrify her that's gonna happen to me, but another thing wouldn't. I mean, I would literally be running free at 12 years old and be gone all Saturday. That's insane. With no idea where I'm at. But God forbid I want to stay at my boy's house who lives six houses down overnight. I can't do that. You know, it's like, wait. Bizarre. It's like, wait a minute, what? Well, here, been gone here's for the, 12 hours, Mom. 
Here's another one. My I was, you know, I was 10, 12, Eloise's age around that time. Mm-hmm. And uh I, you know, even then I, you know, I liked heavy metal and I listened to at the time it was brand new, but Motley Crue had an album called Shout the Devil. And the album had like a if you shine the the album in the light, you would see like a pentagram star in in the middle. Because if you just looked at it, it just said Motley Crue and red letter in the top, and then the bottom said Shout the Devil. It just like a black label. She, my mom almost threw that away because she's like, they're singing about the devil. But yet, this is the same woman that let me watch that took me. I asked her, I begged her, right? Yeah, took me to uh, to see a movie called Um, uh, Don't Go in the House about a guy that would take women, strip them naked, rub kerosene over their bodies, their naked bodies, and light them on fire. And this was a slasher film, and I she took me to see this movie. Wow, that sounds like a very nice uh, mother son night out <laughs> bonding <laughs> experience. That's but, beautiful. That but in my eyes, sir. But but shall the devil was too much. And now, I, granted, I was raised in the church, so that was a trigger right. for her. But yeah. at the same token, I remember this is the first time I ever won an argument with my mom, uh, and uh, I. I was like, oh, you took me to see these movies. I can watch violence all day. But but because he's singing about shouting at the devil, that's bad. And I, I, I you know, I think hearing it from a you know 10 or 11 year old made her realize like, how stupid that was. Yeah, she was like, well, I just don't want to hear it. And I was like, fine, I'll play it when you're not around or I'll turn it down. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I, I remember I was like. She walked away, and my sister was like, "I think you won an argument." I was like, "I think I did." Yeah. She didn't. She oh, didn't right. take. She didn't take my album away. Well, like, she, she realized. <laughs> she thought about it. And went like, "God, that's so hypocritical." Even I can't. Yeah, I mean, it was you know, but my mom, you know, my mom was just big on like, you know, she doubled down on her irrational shit a lot of times. I was just shocked that I actually won. <laughs> but well, that is surprising because most parents would never admit. You know, I fucked up. You're right. Yeah. You know, that's just that's just not a thing. Yeah. Parents yeah. do. You know what I mean? I, exactly. Like, I don't know how many times you've said to Eloise, I was wrong. My bad. I'm sure. Oh, it's like, oh, oh. I've said know. it a couple times. That's what I mean. Not, not uh, because, lot. you know, yeah. Oh, but, but when, I, when, when it's recognized, I'll, I'll admit it because I don't. I mean, I, here I am on a podcast literally 40 years later bitching about it i right. never forgot it i don't want her to have the same memories of me so yeah, that's a good point good i point. Uh, i i i don't want to i try to correct the shit that bugged me growing up i mean right, that's, right. that's that's you know it's kind of the whole point you're supposed to do better than your parents right and hopefully when she becomes a parent she'll do better than me and right. so that's that's at least that's that's the goal that is the goal yeah you know you're right but the, the the but the hypocrisy of that is just astounding, man. Oh, and, absolutely. Yeah, you know, I don't want you to sing about the devil, but hey, let's go watch a guy burn up a couple women. <laughs> you know, it's, both it's, are basic. Both are fake, by the way. It, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and it, and like, it obviously didn't like. I'm, I'm still the same kid. So it wasn't obviously it wasn't like warping me in any way. I just like this is the music I liked, and I liked horror films, and yeah. It's so not like a, what's the what's the what's the difference here? You know, it's not like Faces of Death, which was some was real, but most. Was oh fake. God, eighty percent of it was fake. I I do remember <laughs> one though that will that will forever live in my brain. I don't what? think was fake. Which one it was this guy? Broke into a junkyard, and there's one camera, 
Oh yeah, the dogs had torn apart. That yeah, was that. the cameras had panned, and you saw him, and then the dogs, and him, and the dogs, and then one guy, two guys. I mean, one got away, and the other one, you see these dogs ripping this dude apart. I was like, that can't be fake. I don't think that's fake. I think no, I think that was real. I had to rewatch it, but I think that was real. Yeah, and uh, the all the jumping off the building that was real. Yeah, that, that was just. Yeah, that was just news footage. But yeah. like the the guy being drawn and quartered, that was fake. Yeah. Uh the the eating of the uh of the um the monkey brains. Yeah, the you know about the yeah, yeah, that was fake. Uh eating the puppy was fake. I have to it was admit, a the lot. monkey brains looked really real though, dude. That it was, was dude, it was fake. It was fake. It was I fake. was like, oh my god, they're cracking that monkey with a hammer you, and they're you, gonna eat the monkey's brains. That's disgusting. Yeah, they had the monkey, a real monkey in the table and had the mallets. But yeah. if I, if you watch it again, it's probably, you probably haven't seen this in decades. Oh, when I you haven't. watch it again, the, you, they don't, when they hit the monkey in the head and they have the hammer, they never share. You see the hammer go down and you see like it was supposed to be a dead monkey, but you never see the actual action. It's, it's, it's cut. There's cuts, there's edits. It's like this is not real. You I watch it now. Know. You watch I did not it now. Notice that then. Huh. Watch it now with twenty twenty two eyes. Uh, it's laughable how fake it is. You know that's a good point. I I didn't think about it that way. It's like what what looked so real twenty plus years ago. Uh, correction. Looked, correction. Oh my god, you're right. It's almost forty. Almost forty plus years ago. You're right. <laughs> I didn't see him until the mid nineties. These things were around in the eighties, weren't they? I saw it for the first time in 86. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's no, you're right. I saw one in my aviation class at Benson Tech in 1987. My teacher was bored and told someone to bring in a movie for the next day. Somebody brought in this Asian kid named Bruce Hahn, I think was his name. He brought in uh, Faces of Death. And he told me what it was, and he said, I bet the teacher won't let us watch it. And I said, I bet he does, because he don't give a shit about nothing. And he didn't. He's like, yeah, fire it up. <laughs> and he sat there watching with us, oohing and on with us. And you That's know what the best part about it was? Nobody said nothing to their parents. Nobody said nothing to the teachers. We just went, oh, my God, we got away with something. This is so fucking cool. Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> that, that's the other thing. When you look at, you look at the, 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 the fucking rats that are out there now where they tell you on every little thing that happens it's like dude i i've had teachers do horrible things that we never told on them when we should have but we didn't and i don't know if that's my bad or not but regardless i bet if i do watch them now i will go like oh my god that's so oh dude see casey and i uh we were in the eighth grade uh, we had a, a sleepover at his house. He was staying with his mom that weekend. It was his mom's weekend to have him. And she well, he he asked if he could bring me. So we went out to Camus and to stay for the weekend. And we were going to stay up all night. His mom was a turn that goddamn. No, no, hold on. Hold on. It's the surgery, people. Give me a second, okay? Sure. This is Marcel. <laughs> you know what you should have asked? All right. There we go. You should. I can cut all that out, but you should have asked. Uh, 
what do I do about being a bitch and crying when I go to the <laughs> the game to get cut? Go fuck yourself. Go fuck. I yourself. can barely get it out and start laughing before I can finish. <laughs> really? Go <laughs> fuck yourself. <laughs> I I was like uh... I thought I thought it was a different time. I've just been so fucking. I've been so thinking that it's not gonna work. And that my brain is like fucking up the times because you know I, my brain's like it's not going to work. It doesn't matter what time it is. You're gonna it's never going to oh. be any better. And I'm trying to move that out of my head, but it's you not need to leaving. kill that defeatist attitude. Oh, it's it's defeatist, boy. I've been in pain for so long. It's like I just can't. I can't imagine. I can't even remember not being in pain. That's how long it's been and how mm. bad it's been. You know, you can't even remember not hurting. Like, I'll watch these guys at the gym lifting, and I'm like, I don't even remember what that's like anymore. I don't even remember. I have no idea what that's like. This is this is wrong. <laughs> but <laughs> but anyway, I don't even remember what we were talking about. My brain. Uh, we were talking, well, it's, it's old man shit, so we should probably move on. Uh, actually, we should probably wrap up soon because I have to get some sleep. And uh, you, uh, I got to I got to eat a few more times and then get ready to get cut in the morning. Now, do they want you to fast before going in? Because usually when you go under anesthesia, they want your stomach to be empty or near empty. Right. I have to stop eating like right before midnight, she just said. So and then I stop drinking right around six. Mm. So that'd be two hours, three hours before surgery. So I can't have anything to drink. So, yes. So the next two weeks, folks, we'll have uh, some guest hosts and some different types of shows and Marcel will be able to recover and watch The Godfather so we could talk about it. Oh, by the way, did you know that Ben Weeder died? Remember Ben Weeder? Ben Joe Weeder. Weeder's brother? Yeah, from uh, oh, Bodybuilding the... World. Yeah, he died on October 17, 2008. God, he was only 85 years old, man. That's, that's, that's what does that have to do with anything? It, it doesn't. It's just, <laughs> it, and, and, and then you got Joe Weeder. Uh, mm-hmm. He died in 2019 at 93. That's crazy. Um, no, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, well, he died in 2013. Yeah, yeah, 2013 at 93. So, yeah, yeah. That, oh, that's, okay. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah. He's a yeah. Polish, Polish immigrant uh, from, oh. from, from Poland. Yeah, you know. Uh, you know what? I bet you he's seen The Godfather, too. I so bet. You'll have uh, some, you guys uh, will have something in common uh, in, a, in a couple of weeks. I hate you. <laughs> I tried so hard. Oh, I know. It's... it's uh, like the Borg, it is futile. <laughs> Resistance is futile. Yes, this is happening. Oh, by the way, have you seen uh, the new trailers for the new season of Two Picard? No, I still have to watch Picard. It's it's is it is it good? It's it, uh, how do I put this? It's nice to see Captain Picard again, uh-huh. but it's sad to see Captain Picard again. Well, he is like what eighty two. Oh, Patrick Stewart's got to be older than that. Um, let's look. Let's look. How old I want to say Patrick Stewart? Stewart has got to be 86, 87 years old, maybe. Uh, age. He is. Oh, 81. Oh, he's only 81? Yeah. Man, looks like death. Well, he is yeah, 81, and he's is white. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's true. The age like the age like bananas. Hell, William Shatner's 90, but he looks like a he looks like a rotting apple. <laughs> he is fat, but he still doesn't move like he's 90 though. Shatner moves like he's about 70. He's 
he's fat and out of shape, but he doesn't look crippled at all. I mean, he doesn't. I don't know, but I haven't seen him without makeup in his in his toupee, so I don't really know what he looks like. I, I'm not gonna go finish. I don't face. know. I don't know. What he looks like, to be honest, I really don't. I don't know what he looks like. I mean, uh, but the show is 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 not bad. But you realize how old and decrepit he really is now. I mean, he could barely move around the around the set. A lot of the scenes takes place when he's sitting, right, and. He's not the virile guy that you remember from, you know, even the X Men. Um, the sh- oh, that it was 22, 23 years ago. Oh, no, no, no I know, I know. <laughs> I'm just putting it in the context, you know, of what it is now as opposed to what he was. And then, right. you look at, um, and then the storyline is not terrible, it's nice to see the old faces, but. It's almost like they're trying, like they're rehashing history. I I liked it, but I didn't I didn't love it. You know, I haven't rewatched it since, but I made it through. I powered through it, and you're not. It's not a raining endorsement if you got to power through it. I <laughs> did. I felt like I had to power through, especially the first two or three episodes were just like were just weird. You know, they had day some about Data's daughter and. I think they were replicants or, or or something like that. Yeah, the yeah uh, the androids went nuts and killed a bunch of people. Now they're illegal, and then Data shows up, and then the uh, it didn't get interesting again until uh, I don't think it was Doctor Sung, but one of Sung's people showed up. Uh, one of those Sungs, I guess, showed up, you know, in order to get Brent Spiner back in, which mm-hmm. was cool. Um, but I'm. I don't know what they were going for. Now, this season, however, is supposed to help you understand uh, Q a little more, but mainly his relationship with Guinan. I think they're finally going to give us a real backstory on why if Guinan said, Picard, I need you to go grab that newborn baby, rip it off its mother's breast, and then throw it into the ocean. Really, Guinan? Yes. Okay. And he grabbed the baby and threw it in the ocean. I want to know why he doesn't... Guinan tells him whatever to do, and he does it. He never really questions Guinan. Ever. Hmm. And, and and they're finally going to give us some backstory as to why that is, which we've, we haven't had that in any books, because I was looking for books to read. I was so intrigued for, God, decades on that relationship. Um, and nothing. But I think they're now going to do it because because Whoopi Goldberg is back on there. You know she has time now because she got suspended from the View for something that I thought was just asinine. But did she know. get suspended or did she get fired? No, she got suspended for two weeks. The Jews oh. decided not to fire her. They decided the Negress <laughs> needed to learn a lesson and they didn't want to fire her. I forgot what did she say. All she said was, and this is something that even Hasidic Jews have been making little clips on TikTok about that agree with her. Is that it wasn't? She said the Holocaust wasn't about race. It was about it was about man's inhumanity towards each other, and I understood her point because she is of the thought process that I am. I thought Jews were a religion. They because are because you have black Jews, you have white Jews. They are. They're both. They're both but, a religion and a race. But that's the thing. It's like Hitler wanted. 
a specific kind of white people, which is what I think. I don't know. It was just weird that that quote got her suspended. It's like, how is that anti-Semitic? Yeah, I don't think it doesn't sound anti-Semitic. No, it didn't. And that's all she said was that it's not about race because and the Joey Bear, the 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 Jewish lady on the panel was like, but I but but look at it this way. I'm not saying I agree or disagree, but it's kind of like we talk about how I you know like I was a. I was a um, a Kanye apologist, but right. then he said it sounded like uh, it's kind of like he said like slavery was a choice because they could have fought back more. And I was like, "Fuck you, pretty much." Or or like people that idiot Southerners or any any idiot people. Period. But you hear from Southerners mostly uh, that. Uh, that civil war wasn't about race it was about uh, states rights well we all know yeah the state right to own slaves right exactly. so it, it's like it's a trigger like that you, you know jewish people are are they get it they get the holocaust hammered into them like we get slavery hammered into us so if we hear something that's even if they don't mean it the way it comes out it's a knee-jerk reaction as a quick fuck you so I, I kind of see where they're going, even though I know this Whoopi Goldberg has been a converted. She's converted to Judaism fucking 50 years ago, 40 years ago, yeah, that was a since, long the, since the early 80s. Yeah. So I know. I know. And, and, and my biggest problem is that all she was trying to do was give a different interpretation of why six million people died. Right. Because it's incomprehensible to to think that somebody wanted to wipe out, you know, an entire race, an entire group of people. But see, when people keep saying race, though, a race is always, at least to me, you have to somewhat look like each other. What about the black Jews who predate the the European Jews, which is what some of those Hasidic Jews were talking about? It's like there are white Jews, there are black Jews, so we're not technically a race. We're more well, of a, a culture well, than they, anything. They're they're both. They're just one of the rare things that are actually both. I mean, there is there's a Jerusalem because it is a race of people that live there, but it's also a religion. That's why when you're you're considered a, a full Jew if your mother is Jewish, because it is a race of people. But you could also you could also uh, convert if you're not fully Jewish. That's it's just one of those rare things. That's both. It's just it's just both. And the funny thing about the Jewish people that that has always annoyed me is the fact that anytime you question them, it's anti-Semitic. Do you remember Andrew Kunanen? Uh, it doesn't ring a bell. The guy who was a mass murderer or a serial killer, depending on what you believe the definition is. Um, he killed uh, Versace, Giannato Versace. Oh, yeah, that guy. Gotcha. That guy, yeah. And then blew his brains out <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the boat so he wouldn't get caught. Right. Well, it turned out he was, a, he was Jewish, part Jewish. And somebody brought that up in the coverage of him, and immediately Jews were saying that that's anti-Semitic. Yeah, it's not. Just pointing, like, out, pointing out that someone's Jewish. But you know what their, their, part, their problem was? And, I, and this is the same issue that we've that we've had in the past on this top podcast with, with other people, they brought it up like it was relevant. It was like, why did you even have to bring up he's Jewish? Why? Is this just like when they talk about whoever did something and they're like, 
black, you know, it's like, why would you even bring that up? It's not even what, what we're talking about. Why would, why do you, why do you have to bring up his race? That's all they were saying. It was the same thing. I guess if you look at it through that lens, I guess I could understand it because it, for the years, it's just baffled me that you think that was anti-Semitic for them to say that he was a Jew because he was, it's like, he's, he's half Jewish. It's like, but then again, now that you look at it through a different lens, it's like, well, why did you say that he's half Jewish? What yeah. point did that serve? You know, I mean, you brought up that he's half Asian. You know, they brought that up. Well, mm-hmm. I guess in order to be fair, I guess you could bring out his whole. But but it's, it's, it's just like whenever there's a black person uh, uh, accused of a crime, they show his they show his uh, his arrest photo. But whenever someone white, they or or like the like that shitty kid that shot up a bunch of people. Yeah, uh, that one. They, With the glasses. They show, yeah, they show yeah. they show like their you know a, a, a pleasant photo. It's the same yeah. the same mindset. That's what they were bitching about. By the way, did you see that brother in Minneapolis who got gunned down in his house? No. Uh, oh God, it was awful. And the the, the part see when when Stephanie and I lived on uh, Fisher Avenue, um, I had her change when I first moved in with her. Um, I because I didn't understand apartments that well. I didn't realize that uh, someone had a key to the place. Yeah, disturbed me to no end. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not living like that. Fuck that. You need to change the locks. And she was like, What? I said, You need to change the fucking locks. And I'll deal with the super whenever I deal with them. We never saw them, so it didn't matter. But she changed the locks, and only we two had keys to get in. And this kid was laying in his couch in his apartment. Now, I'll preface it with this. The kid had no arrest warrant, never been arrested, never been fingerprinted, never been handcuffed, nothing. So those excuses are gone. Mm-hmm. He's a legal owner and a registered owner of a firearm that he had on his ottoman where he was sleeping on the couch. You know how my house is where you got the couch and the ottoman? Well, he was sleeping on the couch, but the firearm was on the ottoman. The cops... We're looking for quote unquote drug activity in the apartment complex. They used a key they got from the super to get into this guy's apartment. Not only did they go in, but they waited till they got in. And then within nine seconds of screaming, police, police, get your hands up, kicking the couch, the guy turned out of a dead sleep, saw all these people, reached for his gun, didn't get his hands fully on it, and they shot him nine times. What here's the, the fuck? Kicker. Here's the kicker. They were in the wrong apartment. Son of a bitch. A no-knock warrant in the wrong apartment. What are they going to do away with these fucking no-knock warrants? Thank you. I've been saying that forever. And I've been saying that for 15 years. Why do you think that's a necessary thing? Unless you're fucking going after Pablo Escobar. For a low-level, quote-unquote, drug activity, why are you dressed up like SWAT and making no-knock uh, uh, entries? What do you watch too much? You watch They watch too much fucking TV. Yeah, they want to be. They want to look cool. Yeah, they think they're fucking Briscoe and Logan kicking in doors in Law and Order or something, or, or like CSI Miami or whatever it is. You know, they, they watch too much TV. And then they tried to say, with one frame of the body camera footage, he pointed the gun at him. I said, look, you were in the wrong house. Yeah. Okay. A man, and here's the best part of the whole story. Ain't nobody heard from the NRA yet. Oh, of course not. Ain't nobody oh, heard from the NRA not. yet. Where are they defending a man in the castle doctrine and the man has a right to defend his home like they defended Kyle Rittenhouse? 
Where are they now? Where's that one black dude who speaks up for the NRA? Where, where, where's his defense? Wish I could remember that nigga's name. Who always stands behind the NRA? I ain't yep. heard him. I ain't heard Candace Owen defending this dude. This is yeah. why no one takes you people seriously. Yep. You don't defend everybody. If you defended everybody, I take your your comments and your and your stances and your conservatism a little more seriously. But it's obvious. Yep. You just want white folks to have stuff. Yep. And whenever it's uh, they want to smooth some shit over, hey, get that one black guy we got, and he'll 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 speak for us, so it looks fair. Yeah. Fuck that dude. You should you should look that up, man. I can't remember his name. His name was Elton. Elton something. God damn it. What was it? Um, and uh, it was just something. It was just something awful, dude. I mean, I it's the no knock warrants, man. I can't. I can't understand why the police don't have federal supervision. Why are we in 2022 allowing these people to run rogue through this country with no supervision? Why are we allowing the police in this country to investigate themselves? If you told me to investigate myself, I'm going to be found not guilty of a lot of shit. That's just honest. So, I don't know, dude. Did you look him up yet? I'm looking. I'm trying to find it. It was in Minnesota. Yeah, Minneapolis. Let's see. On uh, here we go. Yeah, Minneapolis. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. I'm right oh, here. Okay. No knock warrants in Minneapolis under scrutiny after fatal police shooting. And it talks about his name was uh where is it? Oh god, fucking A. That is insane. I'm just reading. I was doing a scroll of it real quick. Unfucking believable. They need to do away with it. It just fucking. It's. You see, all right. Uh, I hate to leave on a, such a downer, but uh, we gotta go. They're gonna kick us out soon. So um, yeah, we're at we're at an hour twenty two. Yeah. So all right, folks. Sorry to leave on such a downer. Leave to Marcel to fucking Debbie Downer over there, always bringing up shit at the last minute. That's I know, right? <laughs> I, can't. I I'm, I'm, I'm just I planned it this way. I'm a douche, and I love being a douche. <laughs> Jesus! Oh, oh, real quick, this will be a, so much. Did you see that Ron Paul wants to fight Tyson, and Tyson said okay. Ron Paul, not Ron senator? Paul. No, oh, God damn it, Jake Paul. Oh, I was like, wait, <laughs> the, the senator? I, I don't know. I, I missed that completely. <laughs> I was like, I paid. I pay all. I pay anything. Oh, to I see would. That. I'd love to watch that shit. Beat his ass, Tyson. Yeah. No, I meant. Uh, I meant Jake Paul. <laughs> Jake Paul thinks, and I and I know what he's thinking. This this white boy thinks he's won a couple fights. He's been training. He's 22, 23, maybe twenty four. Mike Tyson's fifty five years old. He still got it though. He thinks that he's just beating up an old man, and I'm like, dude. Uh, I know you don't like it, but Rogan talked about when he saw Tyson before the fight with May- with Mayweather and after the fight with Mayweather, or or before he before and uh, before he was even back in shape, and then mm-hmm. two weeks before the fight, he had him back on the show to talk. And he's like, they were two totally different people. He's yeah. like, he said Tyson, he was a great guy, fun. 
and then he's like, but when he came back, he's like, it was the first time I was kind of afraid of him. He, he even said, I'm a different person until this fight is over. I know it's an exhibition, but, you know, I'm, I get in that ring, it's business. And uh, he's like, it's, he's like, he's a different reason to have a big table now for shit like that. He's like, I was, un- I didn't know what to say. I was kind of, it was kind of like a kid when someone's mean dad comes over. I saw he will, des- yeah, he yeah. will destroy. Oh, yeah, he's going to kill the shit. kid. I, I mean, they, 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 uh, I, I want to see him just knock, just flatline that kid. Just yeah. fucking shut him up for good. I hope he hospitalizes it for a month. But I saw both those clips, and you could see because Joe Rogan's a shit actor. Even on news radio, he's a shit actor. He he'll tell you he is. Yeah, he's a terrible actor. <laughs> but I saw his face when Tyson was serious and, and and looked at him, and I'm like, Joe Rogan's no joke. Joe Rogan can fight. Oh yeah, he's a uh, third degree black belt in jiu-jitsu. But he legit, legit. I mean, he was trained by one of the Gracies. Yeah, but even he knows better. He oh, looks at Tyson, and you could see the terror in Joe's eyes. He's like, oh, my God, is this guy going to jump the table? He, Joe he's... was like, oh, my God, I think he's going to hurt me. Oh, dear God. Oh, dear God. You could see him start to shrink. It was so funny. He was talking about uh, someone was talking Joe up, and uh, uh, he was like, um, "Like you can fight. You uh, this. He's like, yeah, but physics still applies. Like, all I could, if, if I was going to fight someone that had, like, that killer instinct or that size advantage like Shaq or something. He's like, all I could do is minimize how bad I get hurt. He's like, I could fight, yeah, but physics still apply. And and training yeah. still applies. He's like, you're talking, he's like, he was talking about Tyson. He's like, this is someone that could knock you out with one hit. That kind of power. Yeah, that's the thing. One and he's, 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 he's in his 50s and he can do it. Imagine when he was the champ at like 20. Oh. Imagine that kind of raw power he had. Yeah, that one punch can send you into another dimension. And that's that's what's frightening about like when uh Randy Couture fought James Tony, that's what he was terrified of. Mm-hmm. That's why when that fight when that bell rang, Couture ran as fast as he could over to James Tony and grabbed him. Yep. And choked him out. He said, "Man, there was no way I was going to stand up with this dude. Yeah. If he hit me once, I'm done. I can't box, but he can't wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> so fuck that. You coming to me, motherfucker. And he grabbed him and choked him out. But Joe Rogan would just, I think, would freeze up if he fought, if Tyson jumped over the table. Well, he, he said he was up. legit afraid of him. He's yeah. like, he just, he just did not want, he's like, and this is someone I've had at my house, someone that I've hung out with, but he was a different person. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Tyson's always been like that, though. If you remember his, when pre-fights, Mike Tyson is not, he's not, he's, he's an animal when it, right before the fight. Yeah. He has to be. I mean, you can't be a, a true human being before you go out there and try to try to end somebody's night. You know what I mean? How much, right. of, how much of the human spirit can you maintain when that's, when this is what you're here to do? You know? So I, I get it. I also get why Joe Rogan has a bigger table. Gives him more room to run. That's what he said. That's what he said. This is a reason I have a bigger table now. Yeah, I don't blame you. And no one's gonna punk him for that neither, because that's fucking Mike Tyson. You know, fuck that. I'd rather, you know, actually, who would you rather fight, Joe George Foreman or Mike Tyson? Oh Jesus! Well, there you go. There's one for you. Well, have you ever seen that that documentary? Once we were kings. Yep. 
Love that. Seen like four times. Love that. Me too. Love me that. too. And when he, when he, when, when they were talking to uh, Ollie's trainer, and he was like, "Yeah, Ollie would pass Foreman. He would never turn his head and look at him train. He would always yep. look away because he didn't want that image in his head because they had that two hundred pound. He had a." a bag that was like a little heavier than what most boxers use. It was like a mm-hmm. 250 pound bag. And there was a giant dent yep. and all he could, he said, you want all these have that image of that dent in his head. Cause that's what he's going to be doing to his body. Yep. So, uh, yep. but Foreman, Foreman is what? 70 now. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 72, 70. Something I'll, like I mean, I know it's still going to hurt, but I'd rather take his hit then take Tyson's hit, even a 53-year-old Tyson now. Could you see how he well, – he, he, out of respect, he, he didn't want – he was not going to give Roy a headshot. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. But he beat the fuck out of his body. When they watch that interview, looks like Roy is still recovering yeah. from aftershocks. Yeah, Roy and said he, he didn't he, think body shots could hurt like that. He said, I never thought I could, a body shot could hurt like this. I never thought anybody could hit you that hard. Never. Yeah, and he was like, he was twitching. It was yeah. while they were talking. You know, Tyson's like, everything's, you know, it's a great exhibition. And we had fun. And he's like. No one was worried about me. They're always worried about Roy, but Roy's no joke. But Roy looked like he just spent like, like he woke up from a nightmare. He was just all twitchy and shit. I was like, no, I, I don't want Tyson. I don't want that smoke. <laughs> if, this, if this fight is not fixed, and I'll, we can end it on this between Jake Paul and Mike Tyson. Yeah, because if, yeah, if it's a real fight, which I doubt it is, but let's say for instance, yeah, I hope it's not a fix because. Right. I, I some of his other fights I question. Oh, they were fixed. I said <coughs> Nate, Nate Robinson wasn't, but because Nate Robinson was a basketball player, but that MMA guy was fixed. I, I saw the signal, and it was a fixed fight. But regardless, yeah. Jake yeah. Paul will walk into that ring, and he will look across at Mike Tyson, and he will be like Michael Spinks, and his legs will start to shake, he will start to quiver, and he might piss himself. And if you don't see fear in Jake Paul's eyes when he steps in that ring with Mike Tyson, you know it's fixed. Because it has to be. You can't step in. Unless you're Lennox Lewis or Evander Holyfield, you're not going to step in the ring with Mike Tyson and not be afraid. I remember watching some of those old fights where he, the boxers walking in, just like arms down, like waiting, bracing themselves. Yeah, for for death. They were like, oh my God, (laughs) please don't kill me. Like that's what I'm talking about. Michael Spinks, that fight. Michael oh, Spinks. Oh God, he might oh as well. He should have just laid. Yeah, he should have just laid down because he. he I was, thought he was going to. I thought he was going to try to climb in the ring, and his legs were going to give out. And he was going to just fall in the middle of the ring. Like, count me out. I can't do this. He was terrified. Mike Tyson was punching holes in the walls in the locker room. He was so angry about having to get his hands retaped. Yeah. And Ugh. and Spinks could hear that. And he said, he went, oh, my God, I'm going to die, aren't I? And they're trying to go, oh, champ, you're going to be on. No, he's going to kill me. I'm yeah. going to die tonight. And then you looked at his face. You're like, what, 97 seconds. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. It was it was unbelievable short fight, you know, and, and he didn't take any punishment, but he was he was concussed to the nth degree, man. I, Jake Paul better. Be, if Jake Paul's not afraid, then it's not a real fight. If I don't see fear in his eyes when he climbs to that ring, it's the fight's fixed. They're going to pay Mike Tyson $15 million, $20 million not to kill him. But if they mm-hmm. set Mike Tyson loose, 
Mike, do what you need to do to, to win this fight. And Mike's like, really? I'm going to knock his head off. Oh, I'm going to kill this white boy. <laughs> I'm going to murderize him. <laughs> and, he, and, 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 and he fucking will, too. So, all right. Well, uh, that's the end of that. A uh, couple weeks. All I'll right. See everybody, man. Hopefully, I'll be a better by then. Yeah, well, uh, have a speedy recovery. I'll talk to you before then, obviously. Or well, of course you will. But uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks, and we will do The Godfather. I hate Oh, you. can't wait. I hate you. All Shut right, up. folks. <laughs> <laughs> All Goodbye. right, folks. See you later. Peace. <laughs>